Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Hi, I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and you're listening to Episode 8 of The Savvy Psychologist. I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. We'll use the best of psychology to help you be happy, relaxed, and most importantly, yourself. Antidepressants have been hailed as miracle drug rock stars and vilified as brain-changing happy pills. All promotion aside, good or bad, are they effective? According to the Mayo Clinic, about 13% of Americans, more than 1 in 10, take an antidepressant. Of women between the ages of 50 and 64, nearly one in four take an antidepressant. Second only to antibiotics, antidepressants are the most commonly prescribed class of medication. Now, to clarify, when I say antidepressant, I mean the most common of many classes of antidepressants, the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, or SSRIs, like Prozac, Celexa, Lexapro, Paxil, or Zoloft. They're safer and cause fewer side effects than the other older types of antidepressants. So, do they work or do they not work? The answer to both questions seems to be yes. I know that's a frustrating answer, so let's look at each side. We'll start with the claim that they don't work. A 2008 study led by Dr. Irving Kirsch of Harvard Medical School started a big ruckus in the mental health world. He and his colleagues reanalyzed 35 different antidepressant drug trials submitted to the FDA for the licensing of Prozac, Effexor, Serazone, and Paxil. He used the Freedom of Information Act to get access not only to the studies that showed the drugs worked, but also to the studies that didn't show an effect, which were, unfortunately, most of them. For individuals with mild to moderate depression, they found that treatment with an antidepressant was almost no different from placebo. And the placebo effect, to review, is improvement due to expectations, not to actual treatment. The placebo effect is powerful and leads to real relief through sugar pills, fake acupuncture, and even mock surgeries. Now, those with severe depression felt better with antidepressants, but only a little. And only the patients who were among the most depressed of all reported a noticeable improvement. Overall, placebos were 82% as effective as the antidepressants. Not that much of a difference. Two years later, in 2010, a paper in the prestigious Journal of the American Medical Association found pretty much the same thing. In sum, the benefit from taking an antidepressant increased as the severity of the depression increased. In other words, for patients with mild to moderate depression, antidepressants did almost nothing. But for patients with severe depression, the benefit was considerable. 
Considering that most antidepressants are prescribed to people with mild to moderate depression, this is bad news indeed. But now, let's hear from the side that says they do work. Let's poke around in the two previous studies and see what we find. The first important thing to remember is this. These studies reveal what happens overall across thousands of people, and you can't predict where you as an individual will fall among those thousands. Response to antidepressants varies by individual. To look at it another way, the average credit score is 689, but that doesn't mean that your credit score is 689. A lot of factors go into an individual credit score, just like many factors go into whether or not antidepressants may work for you. Things you can control, like remembering to take them, as well as things you can't control, like how quickly your body metabolizes medication or whether your genetics predispose you to depression, affect how antidepressants might work for you. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Second, it makes sense that the drugs work better for people with more severe depression. That's not actually a surprising finding. When you're really sick, there's more room to improve. For example, HIV drugs have the biggest potential impact when people start out with really high levels of virus. Third, antidepressants have been found to work well for mild depression when it's long-lasting. Specifically, more than two years of a low-grade depression, a condition also known as dysthymia. In a 2011 study that reanalyzed 17 different studies, 52% of people with dysthymia felt better with antidepressants versus 30% with placebo. So oddly, antidepressants worked better overall for dysthymia than for depression. Great news for people with chronic, mild depression. Fourth, the 2008 Kirsch study re-examined drug trials submitted to the FDA. Taking an antidepressant as part of an FDA clinical trial is really different than taking an antidepressant prescribed in real life. For one thing, the studies were short, four to eight weeks long, whereas most people stay on antidepressants for months or years. Critics claim that such short trials are insufficient to capture a real-life picture of both improvements and side effects. Also, mental health drug trials are notoriously difficult to run. Because there's no lab test or blood work for depression, the data comes from people talking to people. 
and people we know do pesky things like forget, read into things, like or dislike each other, jump to conclusions, and hold biases, all of which contaminate the data. Many mental health drug trials fail, not because the drug doesn't work, but because everything is filtered through the telephone game of human communication. Finally, the placebo effect is an effect, and it's a powerful one. If you feel better, you feel better. Whether it comes from the ingredients in the medication, the belief that the medication will help, the hope you gain from seeking treatment, the simple passage of time, or some other X factor, anyone who has ever suffered from depression can tell you that the ultimate goal is simply to feel better. So should you take an antidepressant? This is an incredibly personal decision, and I will not tell you what to do. What I will tell you is that if you or someone you love is battling depression, use every tool in the toolbox to fight it. Depression is serious business. It's debilitating, miserable, and causes great suffering. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. So the best answer to the question, do antidepressants work, seems to be that there may be some groups of people, those with severe depression, those with chronic mild depression, and other groups research hasn't pinpointed yet, for whom antidepressants work best over a population. But for you as an individual, science just doesn't know. There are some individuals for whom antidepressants are miraculous, and some for whom they're just a ball of unpleasant side effects. When you're considering antidepressant medication, don't simply stop at should I take them. Consider your general practitioner or psychiatrist as well. Does he or she listen to you? Do you feel comfortable? Seek out a qualified provider you like and trust and discuss the issue with them. And of course, I'd be remiss as a psychologist if I didn't plug psychotherapy. There are forms of psychotherapy, most notably cognitive behavioral therapy, or CBT, that work as well as, or better than, medication for depression. And finally, many studies show that the one-two punch of medication and psychotherapy is the best treatment of all. At the end of the day, do what works for you, your values, and your life, but definitely do everything in your power to fight depression. Thanks for listening. Some final notes. I believe in transparency, so I want to disclose that I occasionally work with a business that consults for pharmaceutical companies, including Lundbeck, Roche, and Takeda. It's also important for me to say that I'm a psychologist, not a psychiatrist, which means I don't and can't prescribe medication. I do psychotherapy, and I do research. So bury me in research studies, and I'm happy as a pig in... That's all for this week. A transcript of the podcast and references for the studies I mention are always available on quickanddirtytips.com. And remember, The Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes and does not substitute for psychiatric care or psychotherapy by a licensed professional, so always seek a licensed physician or psychologist for all mental health-related treatment and questions. As always, any patient names have been changed and details altered to protect privacy. Thanks for listening, and see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. 
Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.